The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 227 on March 24th, 2021. I am Clyde, and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. I'm feeling a little dizzy. Michael Aston. <laughs> Howdy, everybody. Jimmy Trammell. Hey guys, and I too am feeling dizzy, but probably not for the same reason that is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. First, I did not realize that our intro music was thrasher headbanger music. <laughs> yeah. Second, I'm impressed your glasses and earphones all stayed on through that because that was some pretty impressive headbanging. Um, and I am not surprised at all that you're dizzy. <laughs> Yeah, just a little uh, hint for the show, guys. Every show, I do a little dance. Every While the music is playing, we're waiting for it to start. I just, just do, whether it's just a little kind of thing or it's a, you know, something just a little silly. And I always try to just get a smile out of everybody to get the, get the good mood going. And this time, um, I was inspired. I was inspired. <laughs> it's like you were in the mosh it all go. machine concert or something. Uh, uh, which means yeah, sure. you were moshing but not enjoying the music <laughs> oh is that then that was me I, I was enjoying the music though but i don't enjoy rage against the sorry I, i'm not a, not a rage fan the, the the funny thing is i i too have danced for 227 episodes yet none of you have ever seen it nope we've <laughs> Well, actually, we could see a, a little bit. Of, no, no, we can't. It's no, all, you that's can't right. because we, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing the thing. <laughs> oh, oh, that sucks. See, and that is that 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 is why I I take that moment out of my day, out of my week, to get all the dancing out. That way, there will never ever be clips of me on the internet, potentially, uh, dancing that could be used to uh, blackmail me. But you are recording this, right? I am recording this. So in other words, it's possible you had a copy of what I just did. (laughs) Dancing is of the devil. So you got to get the devil out of you when nobody can see. Yeah, so is... Okay, John Lithgow. (laughs) (laughs) It was John Lithgow, right? Yeah. 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 Put loose. loose. Mike's going to drive out to the abandoned factory. That's exactly what I thought of when you said you only danced when nobody was looking. So I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Well, it's not like a phrase dance like nobody's looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. I think that's bad advice. And that's <laughs> because if you know that people are looking, you you're you're maybe you'll uh, dance more likely better. to put some effort into it. And eh. that and that reference is exactly zero degrees from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. All right. Um well with all that I- out of the way. I also uh, appreciated how you introduced every single one of us with the Intera bang, which I just learned about today. So that thank was, you. That was I, great. I tried. Yeah. If if you missed the pre-show, there was an awful lot of Intera bang discussion today. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Intera bang your way into my heart or into your heart, um, which is how that all started. So 
<laughs> okay. Matt, hey, what we, are we uh, here talk for? about the news? Yeah. Uh, we should talk about AT&T. AT&T is doing, you know, it, it, it's complying to uh, net neutrality laws, everybody. Isn't that great news? No, AT&T has, uh, has uh, been taken to court for some of their zero rating that they've been doing in California by the California courts. And because of that, AT&T has decided to uh, change their rules. The rule was before, hey, if you're on an AT&T device and you are getting HBO Max, we're not going to count HBO HBO Max is the traffic against you on your device. Uh, that's uh, um, that's that's called zero rating, said uh, California. You can do that if you do that for all the different companies that are doing the video. But if you're only doing it for your own, that's not fair. And so at t says, okay, we're going to turn that feature off for everybody everywhere. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Oh, boy. So... Another example of how California's stupid laws hurt everybody. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize that free internet was known to cause cancer in California, but apparently it is. Um, (laughs) But no, I mean, I I agree that this sucks. And I mean, uh, assuming you were an AT&T subscriber and had HBO Max. um, But what I would say is that I, I think the law's intentions are actually fairly decent and a state law seems practically reasonable. You just don't live in that state if, 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 it's, if the laws aren't to your liking. Um, you know, certainly would be annoy, annoyed to see this as a federal law, um, but you know, while the, the this is the challenge that we have with laws, the lawmakers so seldom understand the implications of the laws that they make related to technology mm-hmm. that they oftentimes have unintended consequences. And this is the real issue with um, having um, lawyers making our laws. And well, since most most legislators are, are lawyers and um, not having tech people involved in writing tech law. Well, okay. Yep. There's a couple things here that probably need to be said. Uh, AT&T could fix this in many different ways. Probably the easiest way for them to do it is just go, oh, you're coming from an, uh, an IP address that we know comes from California. We're not going to zero rate you. They can do that. It's not that hard. Okay. But the problem is with these California laws, there are many ways that you could shoot yourself in the foot. So sure. you must just be all in uh, like the whole, the proposition 65 thing that Mike alluded to, uh, which is the requirement that anybody that sells something with a, that contains a list of anything from a list of possible carcinogens must carry that proposition 65 marking that says this is known to the state of California to blah, 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 right? So this one is a perfect example because that list is constantly changing. If your product didn't apply to it before, but then they changed that list and now one of those things is in your thing and you didn't go back, pull everything back and re- issue everything then you were in big trouble therefore Uh, whether or not 
there is anything in there, companies just automatically stick it on the product that goes everywhere in the world because I don't know, maybe, but we're better off just covering our butts and saying, you know, this sticker. Just may contain uh, something yeah. that is well, so, and- but the thing is, you, so you could have someone in California that is, uh, you know, connected to some sort of VPN or behind a network that is not using a known and they are in California. Now you just broke the law because you didn't zero because you you didn't uh, do the thing. And then California comes after you. So well, which and is if, why and if AT&T has any servers in California that are that are serving or if HBO has servers in California serving outside of California. So that would also qualify because even though the customer is not there, the provider is, mm-hmm. and the provider is the one that's doing it. So they have to comply with, uh, with the laws there. And, you know, I don't know if either HBO or AT&T is headquartered in California, but um, that could also potentially cause issues. Yeah. Right. There's, there's just there, it open you're open yourself to so many different ways. It's, it's just easier. Like, um, like Clyde said, you know, it's the same thing with emissions, right? Like mm-hmm. automobile manufacturers work to change their emissions for all of their vehicles because of the fact that California has a tight regulation on what emissions are allowed to be sold in California. So they have to match it across the board because it's easier to do that than to work. Well, there around. are two different versions. You buy the California version or the federal version. Right. Um, but the problem is if you have a federal version you can't bring it into california um all i was going to say there was hey back when i had my my uh, honda civic like 1995 honda civic and i had to replace the intake manifold on it because it cracked and i got the wrong one because mine needed to be the california one because it was sold originally california and the one i bought was not Mm -hmm. and it was like i can't use this uh esrb different versions there also AT&T can, can do this because other co- companies are doing this kind of thing to take care of it, or they can uh, zero rate all the different problem people out there, or they could do this and just make everybody angry with them. And that's fine. Well, no, I mean, and you guys are missing the obvious, the obvious uh, solution that nobody, that they clearly want to avoid. Just don't have a data cap. Right. Don't have so- a data cap problem solved. So, and that's the thing I wanted to point out that this is really talking about uh, wireless customers, right? Because I am an mm-hmm. AT&T subscriber, but to the fiber, there are no data caps there. Yeah, no. So I'm, I'm pretty much, and I get HBO Max and, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm zero rated on everything I get pretty much, right? Pretty much. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so, so it's, it's, it's mostly to mobile customers and i mean and this was something that in the past uh if you go back about six years ago um uh like t-mobile was or maybe it was verizon was saying uh no oh yeah if if you use uh it was verizon because they were had their go 90 it was like well this go 90 thing it will not count against your data cap and everybody said oh yeah that's fine and pe- people got mad, but it was pretty much decided that, eh, it's your service. It's internal. They can do that. But now California is saying, nope. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, this is uh, like the on the low end of net neutrality, quite frankly. And this kind of zero rating thing, is, it, it isn't really, it's not harming most companies. No, no, no. Yeah, it, so, and it's not. And what would be if, 
if they what? were slowing down the competition yes. and you're you're oh you want to watch netflix you can only watch that in 480p but if yeah. you want to watch ours you can get full mm-hmm. 4k and all yeah that. exactly and that's the that's the I kind of make. stuff that they that's real neutrality kind of stuff we have to deal with this stuff is really small potatoes in in, in comparison but it is something that people are interested in hearing about thus i decided yeah, to leave yeah. it as a story for this week <sighs> <sighs> Should we Thanks, talk about something? California. <laughs> uh, let's talk about something that uh, you know makes everybody happy. How about Amazon's Fire TV and the fact that they have a free news app on there? Isn't that grand? They've got this news app uh, service on there that's actually picking up a lot of different uh, local areas for their news. And I think they've got a now up to 88 cities available inside the service. That means if you have access to an Amazon device, you can get your local news in any of these 88 cities at a total of 120 different channels. Uh, so uh, that's pretty good, but not as good as some of the other guys out there. There's still uh, uh, the guys at News On, for example, that have, well, like, what is it, 275 uh, different uh, news stations on up and running on that. So there's still some uh, catching up to do from that. Has, have, okay, have you ever used the, uh, the Fire TV news app? No. I, well, I use my Fire TV very regularly, the news app itself. Um, I mean, first of all, you got to want to watch local news. I mean, that's that right there pretty much eliminates my interest in using this. Uh, Second of all, um, I have Hulu TV at the moment and have for most of the time that I, I I have it about eight months of the year because uh, for whatever reason. So I would just use that if I wanted to see local channels and local news. Per- perfect example, uh, or that kind of backs up my boycott of the news. Last year when Minneapolis was on fire, I had no clue anything was going on. <laughs> it was perfectly nice and sunny and quiet outside my door. The only reason I knew anything was going on is people started messaging me saying, "Hey, are you okay?" <laughs> I, yeah. What 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 is that uh, concept? With if the news is big enough, it, you'll get it will get to you. Yeah. Kind of thing. Just yeah, like exactly. If, and that's that's the thing is, and that's one thing news. I I learned a long time out. ago is life is much better <laughs> when you don't have someone constantly telling you every day how terrible life is. Ignorance if is there is something you know important that I need to know about, uh, it will get to me, and yep. I am then incentivized to go out and look it up myself rather than just trusting one right. person's point of view, and then I get all the info I need to make I, my I, decision. I think in today's crazy news world and the twenty-four hour news cycle and the uh, the various kinds of news and how it's, you know, presented. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. In today's world, news ig- ignorance is bliss. It is. I think and I mean, especially right. since everybody is so in such a hurry to be the first, they got to be right. the first one. So they don't bother vetting it. And yeah. then it's like, well, the truth is actually this and no, well, no, I, I don't like that. I'm going to, I'm going to put it the way I want it. Oh, I, I told you guys that story. I was, because I for a while I worked across the street from the Red Star Tribune, um, and dude was bragging about his new story that was coming out today, and he was blah blah blah. It was like a hit piece on Donald Trump, 
right? And somebody and the other people there, they're like, no, all of that was disproven. That's not really he says, nope, I'm the one that's telling the story. Whatever I write is the truth. That went, is yellow journalism. Everybody. And I walked away and I said, and that is exact. I told him, I said, that is exactly why the the news media is so corrupt and people are so misled these days. And I walked away. I was like, and that that's one, one of the reasons I refer to that uh, as the okay. Red Star Review or Red Star Tribune. But uh, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, well hey, uh, go ahead. Just I was just going to say, so now at this point, two of us have the ability to watch on. Um, yeah on local on at fire tv i i finally found the list it's it includes austin texas so. yep oh. and san antonio and san yeah. diego and orlando Tulsa, yeah, pretty Tucson, big list. washington dc but but i don't maybe maybe um jimmy could get it from from the nearby city i don't know um so. but Apparently, this doesn't match the 275 news station that uh, on the long running news on app, which is also right. available on the Fire TV along with Roku. Mm -hmm. So, cool. pretty much get everything you want there. Yeah, that's okay. Hey, Amazon will end up winning because it's Amazon, mm -hmm. right? Yep. All right. You know. GeForce Now will also end up being a winner in my book. I think so because GeForce Now was only is only five dollars a month, right? Not anymore. Oh well, if you did get in on the, at the uh, on the subscription plan for GeForce Now for five dollars a month, lucky you! You are been you have been uh, grandfathered into what's called a founders uh, tier where you will continue to pay $5 a month, but any new subscribers to the service from uh, are, are going to be having to pay uh, $10 a month in order to uh, get access to the, that service. They still do have the free service available for you up to mm -hmm. an hour. Uh, so you can still use the service uh, for free for, uh, the, for trying things out and, or maybe you just don't want to play for that long. Um, but they are requiring uh, now $10 a month for you to have access to the uh, the, the higher supported, higher resolution, ray tracing supported, DLSS supported version of the of the service. Which, um, if you ask me, um, actually that makes sense. It's expensive, guys. Stuff you know, servers are expensive. So yeah, it's only ten dollars a month. It's fine. Twenty data centers in um, that's that's a lot of a lot of cost. And yeah, staff and servers in mm -hmm. there. And such. So yeah. I, I I agree. I, I having having a, a very small rack in a single data uh, data center. I know how much I pay for that in my work. <laughs> so um, I, I can imagine how expensive it would be to have a system that could do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it, I have. I guess it depends on if you know more than eight hundred games is worth ten bucks a month for you or not. Well, it actually doesn't come with the games. You have to have your own games to bring to it uh, and only support certain games, which is one of the sticking points for me about GeForce Now is that, hey, I want to play a Blizzard game on there. And um, no, no, and I blame Blizzard. Blizzard mm -hmm. holds support for it. It's yeah, not GeForce. It were, they were there before. It, yeah, for the beta. I, they said, sure, whatever. And as soon as they launched, Blizzard said, uh, nope, sorry. No, we're not allowing it on your full product. It was there briefly, and then they got rid of it. 
and it's because blizzard decided no we're not allowing it which is yeah. insane it's just a computer in the cloud i've cons been considering for some time now of uh, signing up for shadow so i can have access to uh a virtual machine in the cloud i have been using uh, been uh, paying for uh uh, uh the uh, stadia and if i were to go to shadow and it was a, and if it was a good service i probably would you know pull my stadia for my shadow uh, and uh, try to do it that way. Also, I'm wondering if I can actually like do the show through the shadow box. It's a thought. Shadows so should do themselves a favor and approach Shadow Stevens to be their spokesperson. Gary Busey, pet detect or pet justice, they got him as the announcer, and that show had no budget, and it was the greatest thing that they ever did. So, aside from making Gary Busey uh, dole out pet justice, you know, but well, yes. hey, only the shadow knows. Exactly. Uh, I also remember from a couple weeks ago, only the shadow is in bankruptcy, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard, but they can't get hardware, get hardware for their servers right now. It's no. really such a problem. Anyways. Hey, uh, so Evo is one of the most popular esports uh, tournament organizations out there. It's been extremely popular for various games from uh, the fighting games that are out there for like uh, Street Fighter and the ones like that. It's also popular for uh, uh, some of the uh, various, um, 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 uh, what do they call arena battle games out there. Um, it, is the, it has now been purchased by Sony Entertainment, which means... Um, they're all going to be converting to PS5. Uh, uh, I don't know. I do know that um, when's the last time Sony purchased something and it was a service and it went well? Well, uh, they bought Funimation, uh, which okay. is Funimation Now, which is my go-to anime service. Uh, it They haven't made it better, okay. but they also haven't made it worse. It's that, that, basically the same crappy website it was. Um, but then again, they did just buy Crunchyroll recently, and mm -hmm. I have seen the catalog increase on Funimation. Um, so my, my opinion of a large company buying a service, if nothing changes, they did a good job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Perfect. You're making yeah. money off of that, that investment. Don't mess with it. Yeah, don't don't be a Cisco to everyone's Linksys. You buy it, you run it into the ground and say this was this is a terrible product, and then you sell it to Belkin. Uh, Did they sell it even... to Belkin? Oh yeah, yeah, they sold it really? to Belkin. That's why Belkin? every uh, all Linksys products for the last ten years uh, are just are just rebadged Belkin stuff. If you look on the bottom of the box or on the back, it'll say by Belkin. Um, and yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's also a tournament, so yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, Evo is so popular. There are people who will go crazy to watch their Evo stuff. It's uh, they 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 really love watching some of those games that come out put on there, and uh, it used to be really big in arenas, they would uh, sell out arenas as well, so mm hmm. Who knows? Maybe eventually it'll make it. Maybe they got a really good deal deal due to the current economic situation. Maybe Sony was able to get in there, get them for a good price. Who oh, knows? Yeah. 
uh tableau good old tableau if you've been a cord cutter for a while you might remember the the, the various tableau devices out there yeah, with those little hdi them. those various uh uh tuners uh, over the air tuners uh tableau has a new one out this one is unique for one very you know interesting reason it's a tableau which has a quad tuner mm-hmm. and it has an hdmi aka it's a set-top box generally tableaus are actually just the hard drive connected to the network connected to your device and you would access it through some other device like a roku or some other set top set top box Um, but this one is does it itself and um yeah you can control your shows and watch it directly on it it comes with a a one terabyte hard drive built into it as well so that's good this is exactly what we needed five years ago (laughs) exactly I didn't know you could still buy hard drives that were only one terabyte. Come on, people. Putting current size technology into into your devices. All my hard drives are one terabyte. Well, except I always, for my portable. Well, well my my two NVMe, terabytes. My my NVMe is is one terabyte. But yeah. I mean, I'm assuming this is spinning disk. Yeah, it should be. And You're gonna be Yeah. So it's like, come on. Like you Yeah. It'd be a bad idea to put a solid state disk in that thing because you're constantly writing and rewriting. You would right. hit that right limit. So <laughs> yeah, fast. exactly. So I, I think it should be an optical disk. There's no reason to spend the extra money. It wouldn't benefit it. If yeah, if that's the case, then yeah, you should have like a five terabyte yeah. drive in there. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. Nice. Uh, All right. So if you're a fan of this old house, you can still watch it on PBS. Nothing's changing there. Yeah. But if you're still a fan of this old house and wish you could like, you know, watch all the old episodes and wish there was an easy way for you to do that, Roku's got you covered. Roku has just purchased the rights to the entire 1500 episode back catalog and is making it available, including the newest episodes, right on the Roku device uh, using the Roku channel and also other devices using the Roku channel. So Roku is going to be the streaming space if you want to watch this old house, even old the old ones or the new ones of this old house, wherever you go. I've been watching that show for 30 years. (laughs) You know, I've stopped watching it uh, because I was a kid, but I remember Bob Vila and then I came back to it and it's like, who's this other guy? I don't know this guy. Apparently he's fine. He's a good guy, but I just don't know him. Well, oh, remind me later. We'll talk about him. Um, okay. <laughs> his story is actually kind of cool. Um, oh, okay. but, uh, no, I just wish they would, they would have gotten old Yankee workshop because that was my show. Oh, uh, I just okay. want to watch Norm Abrams work with wood. That's the guy with the hat, right? Uh, he always, he was always to do with the beard. Um, he's okay. basically the master carpenter. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I he's, he's the one that's always had a beard, I think, right. but I uh, will see. Um, glasses. <laughs> Yeah, I think I know who you were talking about, but I seem to remember him in like an old English cap kind of thing. I might, it might yeah. sometime, but might have been a thing. All right. Uh, so here we are. Apple has a HomePod mini. It's been a very popular device for the Apple users out there. And uh, it's got a hidden sensor inside. That's Uh-oh. right. You didn't know it, but they're watching you. No, they're not. And they're totally listening to you. Well, they are because it's a interactive speaker because that's what they do no they're totally figuring out what the temperature and humidity is in your house if they have that sensor turned on which they haven't turned on yet so yep there's actually a a hidden sensor inside the device that has apparently not been enabled yet but may be enabled in the future in order to be to be able to figure out what temperature it is 
and how humid it is where that device is. Remember back in uh, a couple of years ago and that we were, uh, you know, there was something like a sensor that was built into, I think the Nest Hub, the literally the, um, the, the, the temperature thing. And it was, there was a hidden microphone or something in it and everybody freaked out. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to freak out about this. I wonder why. Sheep. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm this is, this is, it, it, I don't understand why they would build them into the system and not, not make use of them up front. It's obviously development time and stuff like that, but these are two sensors that could be very useful for, for everybody. Like I'm, I'm often wondering what the temperature is in my office. If my echo had this built in, I could ask what the temperature is. I have one in my clock, but I you could just say, Hey, how cold is it in here? And say, it's 64 degrees inside here. (laughs) Well, usually it's more like because of the computers and the door being closed, it's 80 degrees. in here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes. Nice and toasty warm in here. Isn't it nice? Or, you know, actually what I could see is this thing saying, Hey, it's really hot in here. Could we turn the temperature down? <laughs> I can't yeah. do that, Matt. Yeah. No, I... my, my, my take on this is it's probably some future service that they're going to want to sell would be my guess. Yeah. And I understand why they wouldn't have said anything about it before is because yeah. you put that thing in there on the off chance that you might find a use for it. You don't want to tell people that, hey, there's this thing in here for future use, because then every day people are going, hey, when are you going to enable that thing that's for future use? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Hey, are you going to enable that now? How about now? How about now? How about now? <laughs> yeah, so you just say, just don't tell people it's there as long as it's turned off. Um, that's fine. If it's been on and monitoring and sending back telemetry data this whole time, then I would have a problem. But no, I mean, not using stuff that's built into your thing. Right. Whatever. I do find it interesting that uh, the sensors are manufactured by Texas Instruments. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you saying it might be a speak and spell or a speak and say? (laughs) (laughs) I That would be hilarious. That's the first thing I think of when I think of Texas Instruments. I... I, I love the idea of having like with the Nest thermostat, you can buy a temperature sensor to put in a in a room and yeah. have it cool to make that room be the right temperature and prioritize that room versus where the thermostat is. Sure. So for example, when I'm in here doing the podcast, I could have my echo, if it was built into my echo, it could tell the Nest, hey, it's getting pretty hot in the office. Turn the AC down a little or up a little bit so that it cools them off. I just want to, I want a set of adjustable dampers that I can install to uh, customize the airflow through the house. There's like one. No, there's more than one. No, no, no. I'm saying in my house, there's one damper. (laughs) Right. And it basically, and I found out it had been closed. That's why my my bedrooms were always super warm, but the rest of the house was freezing Hmm. because that damper was closed. So all of the air was being forced in upstairs here in the back. And I open that up. So it's either everywhere or just, yeah, I, I want to put in the customized dampers that I can just yeah. say, make it warmer in this room. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I need a speaker that has a sobriety uh, sensor in it. 
<laughs> Use speech recognition uh, to determine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how those work. Okay. All right. Uh, so, guys, uh, we recently had a release of uh, Justice League, this new big movie that's been re-released by Jackson uh, by Jack Snyder, Zack Snyder. Uh, he's uh, he got the original release came out and the, to not so much fanfare, and we've been hearing about the fact that we're going to get this new version forever, and. Uh, so we now have Zack Snyder's Justice League, a four-hour version of the film, which I've heard some people say, oh my god, it's too long, and other people say it's actually pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, I will see about that. But that's not it. That's not the end of the story. Wait, because what? Because Zack Snyder has said, you know what? I think it could be even better. Let's do it in black and white. That's right. What? There's another edition coming out called Zack Snyder's Justice League Justice is Grey. And, it's and this soon. is the whole reason we started talking about the Interabang because <laughs> why? <laughs> what are you? Why? <laughs> <sighs> what the? Just... Uh, okay. Uh, first uh, off, I want to say everybody this is the thing that nobody could stop talking about for months. Now that it's been out, I haven't heard one person talk about this thing, so it can't really? be that great. Um, They're still watching it. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Okay, so so I, I will admit, this past weekend, I watched it. Did you watch it in black and white, though? No, but I you did think watch it. it uh, after watching it, do you think it does need... The that making it a black and white would have somehow made it better. No, not really. Okay, but but, but I was but I was surprised to see it in in four three aspect ratio. It was in four three. It was yes. in four three. Yes. Yes, it is. What the? What the what? Well, okay. Uh, it uh, okay, and I and I thought the same thing, but I read after right the reason why they made it in four three was because that's the format for IMAX theaters, right? So that's the reason why it was in there. According to Mr. Snyder, which of course, uh, apparently he runs the how things work in DC uh, movies right now. Apparently he's the guy who knows. Uh, this movie is best seen in a four by three aspect ratio because one, it was the format intended for IMAX. And two, it's more comic book style where you can see the taller things and you get that more verticality out of it. Bull, so, yes. No, here's the thing. He realized that it was so bad that if he wanted to cut as much out of each shot as he could, so he went with four, four by three. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And the excuse, he found a convenient excuse to, to explain it away. Um, Watching both versions, I, I'll say, I, I like both versions good, but the this version here, while it had some interesting parts to it, it, it was too long. And there was one part kind of toward the end. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's one part toward the end that I, I thought was completely unnecessary. Right. And it, I, was prob it probably that one part probably went on for like 40 minutes or so. Right. Something like that. But um, um, but but I mean, it did have some interesting uh, additional content there that kind of made it interesting. Yeah. 
but um but but you got to see batman use a bad word oh yeah yeah i mean i was thinking about um watching watching justice league uh a month or so ago and so i, I will probably end up watching this um but uh, you know i mean the 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 length is daunting i don't like watching movies in two in two sprints and you know there's a reason i never went back and watched rewatched the lord of the rings because i kind of wanted to go back and watch them with the extended versions but it's such an obscene commitment that i'm like 10 years later still not doing it because Dude, i don't it's, have that much time to watch it's only 12 hours out of your day man come on <laughs> i mean big baby burke uh, points out it's in six chapters so you could watch it like a tv show yeah i so, mean i i, I yeah it, it did have very distinct chapters along the way right where you could do it in segments like that and all i mean it's it's long i mean you know I mean, but um, I kind of understand because, you know, you think about the Justice League, right? So you got to kind of give it full explanation of the genesis of the Justice League, right? And that's what this version tries to do, tries to give you that full, you know, detail of, of how that yeah. came to be, you know, and, and that, that was, kind of thing. That was actually one of my complaints about the original Justice League movie was that it tried to give you so much buildup just to make the team that you didn't, I didn't feel like we got most of what the movie was like theoretically about, which was the, the part, the last like half of the movie. It, it was, it was basically two movies, the, the Genesis of the justice league. And then the, the first big incident that the justice league responds to and it, it really did feel like it, it rushed through the first half. Mm -hmm. The second half felt pretty rushed as well. So I do, right. I did always feel like it was just way too much to try to get into one thing. And I, I mean, just as an sense. example, right? I mean, you know, in, in this version of the story, right? You know, at least the question I had when I watched the first one was like, okay, Batman is there, where's Robin? Right. And in the this longer version here, it does speak to that very briefly. Right. You have to be quick to catch it. Right. But they do. They do speak to that. Right. So um, it was Oh, Batman was facing charges of like uh, endangering a minor and possible pedophilia. So he had to distance himself from Robin. Um, what wasn't that what was going on? Well, hey man, you're not supposed to do any spoilers. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, okay. Uh, so I, I, the only joke I've really heard that made me laugh about the this new Justice League is that apparently there's so much slow mo in it that if they didn't have all the slow mo in it, it'd be a much shorter film, like a normal size, it's like two hours. <laughs> it's got like two hours of slow motion um all i know is i had very little interest in seeing the original justice league movie and because everybody was so hyped up and excited about this i had even less motivation to see <laughs> this version uh of the justice league and 
now there's a black and white version makes me even less likely to <laughs> want to see any of this. I just yeah. washing my hands and walking it's the done. other direction. No, nope, uh, just I was never I was never in. I'm Aquaman was fun. Thanks, guys. Um yeah, I mean, <laughs> in many ways, I feel like the DC characters are generally more interesting than the Marvel characters, but it's it's interesting how much more effective Marvel has handled the, the cinematic universe. Um, and to uh, I really appreciate Big Baby Burke's uh, comments because totally on point with, you know, Marvel... Marvel laid the groundwork through a series of like 20 shows before they got to Infinity War and Endgame. And then, you know, DC basically just jumped straight to end, to making their Infinity War um, <laughs> and and tried to, to cram the whole Infinity War thing at the end, at the second half of the movie and all 20 other movies in the first half of the movie. Yeah. And it, it just would have would have made a lot more sense if they would have spread some of those character intros out but you know this apparently gives us some more of that and i think that'll be be interesting so i'll watch it maybe i will kind of watch it as a show i didn't did not realize it came out in it was like built in chapters so there were clear delineating points so uh as i keep saying uh for the last year or so um i've we've kind of been given all the evidence and DC should stick to TV and Marvel should stick to movies. <laughs> they both do one of them well and they keep failing at the other. Yeah. So just focus on the thing that you're good at. I mean, there DC's got a lot of successful TV shows, Marvel, okay. not so much and vice versa. So just, Put put That's put all that movie money invested into better TV shows. All right, hey, uh, if you are a user of Steam, you know the video game service available on PC and oh. on Mac, uh, you can now use uh, the previously only in beta Steam links to uh, not and to Steam Remote Play. Uh, so have Remote Play together uh, games where you can play multiplayer games with a friend. Uh, by sending them a link and they just click the link and the launch of steam for them and you can both have be connected and play together uh this also is apparently uh set up for you to play um, um uh, it's available now on mac users as well so uh both the pc players and mac users get to be uh on there to, to play these multiplayer games together uh anytime they can get their access to a link okay i'm what is is the point of this for like if you're playing like games that are a limited number of slots like a, a 40 character game and it helps you get in the same server together no or... it's actually uh like let's say you have a game that has a local two-player mode okay and i and i i have that game and you have a copy of. so we're, we're gonna play I, uh half-life i yeah. I mean, there's no local two yeah there is there's a that was the one that started the whole versus I do this uh, all the time. Tournament. I call my friend like, yeah. and tell him to get on Discord and then we play together. Yeah. No, they, think of it more like uh, the, you and I, uh, I, we both want to play Street Fighter. It's, uh, right. it's, and so, and 
Yeah, it's a local. It's normally a local game where you guys are playing against each other. It hooks you up. It cooks you up with the audio, so you guys can be. It's basically an easy way for you to integrate a game together with a friend. So it lets you him a play link. something that normally requires you to be local over the internet. Right. Yeah. And with oh. it set up the audio and set up the make it really easy for the to invite them by sending them a link. I. I, I haven't played a game that didn't have online multiplayer play that had multiplayer play in a very long time. Uh, Almost all Team games Fortress. now have that built in. Did Team, Team Fortress, Fortress have internet multiplayer? They had a uh, you you could run you could roll your own server. Oh yeah, I, I was I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. they didn't have they what they did was uh, when Team Fortress Two came out. Um, yeah, you would roll, you would roll a server and it would show up in the list. Mm -hmm. And then when you would go to play, you would choose somebody's server to join. Yeah. So, which was essentially similar to the same thing, but that was handled in game as opposed to steam is making it easy for. So now if you want to play, uh, you want to play hearthstone with your friend one-on-one, -on -one, much easier to just send them a link and then they just get on. Yeah, okay. except that uh, Blizzard idea. isn't on Steam, so that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That... I, I I always play games that have online multiplayer. I guess so. It doesn't occur to me to to see a value in it, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that that will see this as valuable and yeah. Um, yeah, yeah you guys are cool features. Uh, Half Life Deathmatch, which was modded and created uh <laughs> or counter-strike yes, which then became its own thing that's that's what i was Count talking about counter-strike version 0 0.6 beta mm -hmm. i remember playing those days yep. <laughs> hey uh so there's been a lot of rumors coming out from nintendo is possibly doing an upgraded version of the nintendo switch uh, everybody there's been the rumors have been that's going to be able to play 4k games and it's going to have a gigantic screen and it's going to have better battery life and uh, actually some of that might be true now now it appears that uh people have uh, been people in the know have been able to talk about uh what nintendo may be doing with this and they are appear to be uh using a new version of the next nvidia uh, chip they i think it had the x1 in it just like the nvidia shield had uh, and the new version will be probably the X2 or whatever the next edition of version of that chip is inside of it. But it includes the ability to have uh, the uh, the newer uh, 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 DLSS, which is the super sampling, which uh, called the the uh, uh, which is their their simpler sampling method, the deep learning super sampling. I have seen demos of uh, this super sampling taking extreme low resolutions, like 320 by 240, and pushing it up to 4K. And um, it's amazing what this can do because it can take a really low quality image and using this uh, time delay based uh, super sampling uh, to literally fill in all those gaps uh, to make that, this, that humongous uh, resolution uh, actually look good with a really low resource material. Uh, if you like, uh, you can actually find a, a guy demoing it online because he found a way of, of unlimiting where he could set his DLSS settings in his local computer and he was playing control with a ridiculously low resolution, but uh, set resolution, but that actual resolution set super high and you could see how amazingly good it did with upload, upload scaling it. 
This new version apparently will have a seven inch screen, a little bit bigger than the old uh, six, uh, 6.2 inch that's built into it right now. Uh, according to the people uh, in the know, they think that it'll actually fit the same form factor, just get a little bit less bezel, a little closer to the edges for the actual screen. 720p, because apparently Sony has a ton of these 720p OLED displays sitting around and they're cheap. That's what the, some people are believing out there. So, and Nintendo is looking to pick them up for a song. And uh, being able to produce this uh, using the chipset and be able to dock into your into your dock and output to 4K, because normally they output the 1080p, but with this DLSS, they get that everything to upscale beautifully to that uh, 4K. And the kind of graphics that games that uh, Nintendo tends to put on that console will look great with the super sampling. So what I'm hearing out of all of this is that the new Switch will be built with leftover. PS Vita parts. <laughs> well, you know, that's probably not a bad idea because there's a shortage of a whole bunch of things, but if Sony's got a... a and nobody bought the PS Vita, turn. so they should have piles of <laughs> parts. Like, Please take this. We don't need them. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it to you real cheap. And actually, I hope that's what's happening because that makes a lot of sense. It also means that it's very likely that uh, uh, there will be not, not much of a shortage. Well, there'll be always a shortage because it's a Nintendo console being released. Generally, there's a shortage. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's good. Uh, this is this is, excites me because uh, I've seen the emulators emulating Switch games and, uh, and, and up to uh, 1080p and 4K when they normally don't. And they're beautiful. The games so are they beautiful. switch the games to good quality? Uh, they, 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 they weren't bad, but okay. No, they weren't bad, but... But now they're good? Gooder, gooder. <laughs> is that a, is that is, is it good? Gooder, goodest. <laughs> Goodly is is a word. Goodly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This this is interesting to me. I don't know how I personally feel about it. I like the idea of more powerful device that can can do better graphics and that they can find a way to do it and still keep the really slick sleek form factor that it has. Um, my problem is that I don't play it very much. My kids do. Oh, and okay. my kids are so happy with it as it is that I wonder why I would want to go out and spend 350 or $400 on one that gets a little better graphics um, because they don't care that much. I mean, you know, Pokemon doesn't require super high-end graphics and... <laughs> Um, exactly <laughs> and they were able to make the breath of the wild look outstanding with the graphics workhouse that they had before so um i you know i i suppose it's probably a good thing that it gets better i just don't know if i'll spend the money to buy it because uh, at least unless they have a limited device or limited availability of titles that are only available on it and there's some really right. desirable Pokemon titles that my kids got to have. <laughs> and it might be like a, a Christmas present or a birthday present or something. The, the rumor is it's going to be $50 more. So instead of $300, it's going to be $350 for the updated version. Uh, the rumor might, that might coincide possibly with a, with a small price drop of the original version. Generally, that's Nintendo's way of doing things. They come out with a new version and the old version comes just a little bit down. Not much. You're like, oh, I'm going to when it gets cheap and it's like goes down $20 <laughs> for another four years. It's like, geez, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I, I, 
I would, I'm going to uh, wager that Nintendo's goal here is to never make a game or make very, very few games that require the pro version, if it's going to be called the pro. And uh, everything's going to work both ways, uh, whether you have the old one or the new one, because there's so many consoles of those uh, old ones out there, they would be abandoning a bunch of people, uh, their, uh, their player base, if they couldn't play a game using the, uh, the older system. So that's okay. You know what else is coming out? Uh-uh. Black Widow finally is going to be coming to theaters and Disney Plus on the same the, day. The that, Spider? The the MCU movie Black Widow. Oh, I was going to say it seemed really weird that they would be like shipping Black Widows to theaters. It's like what did the theaters do to Disney? <laughs> well, you know. Uh Black Widows don't bother me. It's wolf spiders. Ugh. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> Black Widows, you get a, you stumble into a nest of them in yeah. the dark. You're in trouble. Oh, yeah. um, oh, I, I, I'm well aware. <laughs> I, I, I lived uh, where they love to uh, be in wood piles and uh, I had to sometimes go get the firewood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, look. Yeah. You don't, if you, don't live, if you live on the you. West Coast and you have a garage, you have Black Widows. <laughs> you don't need to subscribe to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah i um this is it, it doesn't necessarily make me happy or sad it does mean i have to make a decision and not one that i wanted to make i was definitely going to go see it in theaters before now i have to decide if i still want to see it in theaters or if i'd rather watch it from the convenience of my home right um, because that both could be good you know, both could make you very happy. For me, that's an easy decision. I have a good setup at home. (laughs) So do you guys want to wager a guess as to how I will be watching this? I will wager a guess. Yes. (laughs) That was going to be my wager. You won't be watching it. And you guys would be right. I don't (laughs) care. None of us are going to bet against that. (laughs) I think we know you well enough. I mean, see? I, mean, I was going to be offended if if you'd gone either way. To Clyde's point, I mean, it is last year's movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, this is so last year. Yeah. It's last year's movie, and, but hey, it's got Scarlett Johansson in it, right? It well, it's Scarlett got Johansson. a version of the Flash that looks like he's like some. Uh, I can't think of the guy's <laughs> name. He looks like Crash McLarson from the Aquabats. Um, you got look him up. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. The guy's got a star on his chest, so I'm guessing that's supposed to be Captain America. But I don't know. I don't know who any of those people are. No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited because uh, I do enjoy Marvel movies, and my wife enjoys them, and so we will probably go and see it. We'll probably do it at home because we we like it better there, quite frankly. Uh, but. Uh, one other thing is if you have a Samsung TV that's, you know, less than four years old, you know, starting with Samsung smart TVs in 2017, uh, they've uh, had some apps that are built into them and they've just added a new one. You can now get the many movies anywhere app on your Samsung smart TV built in. Uh, this includes the uh, ability for you to do the watch and the watch movies anywhere, which or with or what is it watch together, which allows you to uh, uh, watch it for the friends and the screen pass feature. So uh, yeah, this uh, now has built into your Samsung TV the ability to watch the movie, the movies anywhere app, so you can watch all your shows together in one place. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't available on Samsung TVs before. <laughs> so congratulations, Samsung. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious how often Samsung updates their, their smart TVs. I have Not a very. Samsung TV. It might be a, a new enough to have it, but I barely ever use the smart features. I'll have to like turn it on with smart features and see what it actually does. Yeah. Well, apparently they update them at least once every four years. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that may be the only update it ever gets. Right. Is it enough? That is the question. Okay. No, that's not a question. Well, uh, right. how about this? Sonus has now has a 24-bit uh, music streaming option. You can use a new, uh, I don't know if it's new, but a service called Quobus. Quobus? Q-O-E-Z. Not certain how to pronounce that, uh, which offers uh, high quality streaming through the speakers. It's a 24 bit high res streaming will allow you to listen to amazing music and pro programs uh, on there with the high fidelity that Sonos supposedly represents. I believe that's pronounced Cobus. With a co, with a C kind of sound. Or K, K sound. Cobus. Cobus. No idea. Because COVID was already taken. Oh, well, yeah, that would be the video version of that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is this bits. operates on the audio bus, not video. Uh, so, <laughs> so somebody register uh, COVID.com with a Q. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally use that. Uh, and here we are. Uh, LG has a new lineup of TVs. This is their, uh, they're now being become available. Uh, they're starting off with their gallery edition. Uh, these are the ones that are you know, look like a painting and they start at $1,300 for a 48 version of that. Uh, they also apparently uh, have some mid-tier options uh, for the uh, for 48-inch models, and going as much as six thousand dollars for the 83-inch version of that of those mid-tier devices. Uh, you can get uh, 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 and looks like they're also get, got some of these. Uh, oh, an 8K version? No, no. They have a new line called the ZX line. It starts at twenty thousand dollars for a 77-inch version, and they Jimmy. have an 88. You, you got the wrong TV. For $30,000. 8K, man. It's well, not enough. You know, if you had 8K content to play on it, that might be pretty good. Right? <laughs> you know, when, so, when, it, when it gets a 64K, it can play, it can play my Commodore games, right? So for $30,000, I could get this t awesome TV for my living room. Yep. Or, or I could get between 40 and 60 cars <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could buy a storm impact windows like i just did yeah oh those are expensive <laughs> now for thirty thousand dollars i could uh finish all my uh my my uh, various landscaping in my front and backyard easily i should hope so I could pay for my streaming services for a couple of months. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like that when I realize how many I'm subscribed to and don't. Remember. Dude, you gotta get off title, man. <laughs> gotta get off title. Jeez. Uh, so, before we move on, uh, were we gonna mention the new that Amazon is updating their remote? The abomination. Did I miss it? Did I miss it? Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and do it. Well, 
I mean, there's not really much to say because I, I think it's such a non-story that I wasn't sure if we actually talked about it and I missed it or no, if we, we skipped it. It's but it's uh not it's not a non-story in my opinion. It's thirty dollars to get something that sucks more than what you have. <laughs> See, and this is why I wanted to talk about it was because I wanted to get his because right off the bat, I say new remote, updated remote, awesome, $30. Hell yeah. no. I mean, you can get a whole fire TV stick for with a remote for $30. And it comes with the remote. Yeah. Probably it a better come one. with this remote, though. Yeah. I mean, so what's good about this remote? It has voice. It's got. It's got channel buttons on the bottom. The thing that it, they added the, the, the Roku-esque uh, buttons. Yeah. I think the voice is already on all of their fire. That's what I thought. TVs. So I think all it did was add the shortcut buttons, which are obnoxious, <laughs> and they're just going to be in the, the way. You're going to be launching Netflix that... every time you pick up the remote to turn the volume up. I, they're they're sitting around and going, well, you know, everybody else is always complaining about how on the Android TV and the Roku uh, remotes, they have these buttons on the bottom that they accidentally push and then launch into other things. Uh -huh. And you can't reprogram it and you can't remove it. You can't turn them off. And someone said, that sounds like a great idea. Get on it. <laughs> exactly. I, I like everything about this remote, the Roku remote that I have in my office, mm -hmm. everything except those stupid shortcut buttons. And now they're saying, Let's do that too. Everybody hates it. We're giving people too much of what they want. We need to piss in their cereal. Everybody bit. hates it except the one person that doesn't. <laughs> and hey, for once, it's not me. It's not me on the outside going, what? Hey, he, you, you guy, what? the guy, what? you, you, I'm talking to you, weird random guy who uh -huh. actually likes this. Sure. Don't worry about us. It's whatever. We, we are just expressing our opinions. So you like it. It's cool. They Enjoy. they hired the guy from Roku. He got fired from he, Roku. Oh, the, from the, the one the guy. Remote. The one guy. And then uh, they hired him at Amazon. They were like, dude, let's hit, let's get this guy. He knows, he knows how to make it. Well, I figured they took the engineer <laughs> or they, they took the idea clearly, but I figured they did a one person focus group and they just happened to grab the one guy that likes the <laughs> buttons and he was the focus group. I would have thought they would have made this thing with a rechargeable battery in it, but then I read down in the article, two double A's. Yeah. Double A's? I mean, even my Roku runs like for over a year on, or maybe they are double A's. I was thinking they're triple A's. Yeah, I think they're double A's. Uh, okay, they, never mind. I take it back. Double I mean, A's are good. From a, from a conservation perspective, it would be better if it was rechargeable, though. And uh, if you eat the batteries, then you're good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the batteries last a really, really long time, so. Well, you know, if you run short on suppositories, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and on that note, I would like to say thank you to everybody that supports this show. You know who you are. And if you need batteries, call Jimmy. He keeps a collection. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would want to touch his nope. batteries. Nope. Um, <laughs> it, it, so if you if you had a uh, new perk level to our Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's batteries don't ask where they came from. Um, I mean, they might have fallen off a truck. They might have 
been stored in weird places who knows Fun. i have to find new ways to sober up you know yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. All I'm, that's all i'm saying yeah so if you are someone uh you're not currently supporting us and you would like to be one of the people that we say thank you to and that we appreciate more than everybody else uh head on over to patreon.com slash the bot squad every little bit helps nothing is expected all right we need to move on get to some rants and raves here we go rants and raves is that an explanation point or a question mark or an intero i don't know mark keeping it mysterious okay hey uh so I, uh, I I remember last week or the week before, and I discussed the idea that I was trying to build a PC. Yeah, I was trying to get you know the parts is hard yeah, right now. Yeah. parts are hard. Yeah, I'm building a PC. <gasps> do, you, nice. do you get a video card? Well, uh, that's the <laughs> the one thing. Oh, uh, so, hold on, hold on. Uh, it, it, uh, I hope my son isn't watching because it's for him. And he's and all the parts are going to show up, and it's going to it's this really awesome uh, 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 case from Fantex. It's got this; okay. it's a very vertical case. It's very yeah. cool. Um, and uh, so, um, video card, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was searching in the middle of the night, New Egg, and I came across uh, a, 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 a GTX sixteen fifty for retail for actual retail price uh-huh. which is like what because uh, just so you know if you go on there and search for a 1650 they normally go for 300 right now which is yep. ridiculous my and if 10- you get a 1650 plus uh super or 1660 or any of those they're like 600 and if i you know <laughs> it's that it, it, it's a little insane right now and uh yeah i found a vendor it had a, it was an msi brand new uh, 100, $142. And it wasn't Coming. just the box. No, mm-hmm. it's a, apparently not. But the problem is it's in China. Oh. So, and uh, I, I'm watching right now. It says it's in processing, should ship on today's date. I paid for uh, a slightly faster shipping, so hopefully it won't be on the slow boat. But uh... <laughs> fingers crossed on that one because the mean, is a- not known for forgeries or you know what counterfeits it's okay because okay yeah. uh i bought it through new egg and if it is that problem new egg you will new egg will back me you're right I know you're that. right okay yeah and, if it uh, came through new egg then and also i i know uh, i'm reusing the processor this machine right here that i'm hmm, using sure. right now is uh using a ryzen 3200g mm-hmm. uh which is a perfectly fine mid-range chip and I decided to reuse that, save myself a couple hundred bucks on the on the machine. That's going into the, his machine, which means it has built-in Vega eight dra- graphics into it, in it. So it'll be better than what he's been dealing. He'll with. He'll be the only his... kid on the block with Vega graphics. <laughs> maybe, but maybe because it cause that's a joke because people weren't happy with Vega. Um. <laughs> it's actually halfway decent. Oh, yeah, so... it is, it is. But it, Vega caught a lot of flack. Yes, so, it did. That's all. That's okay, Which, but also, uh, uh, normally I'm a kind of you know practical guy. I get you know, whatever is I don't need anything flashy, anything sure. like that. Uh, this one is going to be very, very RGB. Unicorn vomit. Nice. Which, no, which actually, did you go with? 
Uh, let's see. It is the Fantex uh, Evo. Uh, hold on. Evo Shift Two. Evo Shift Two. And uh, or evolve, it is the, right? You're right. Evolve. You're, 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 you're absolutely. And uh, it's it's a mini ITX case, but it has everything turned on up to the top. The I/O ports are on top. The mm -hmm. graphics card is behind the motherboard on top, and it has a little a little hatch that looks like normal. You close it to hide everything. All the cords get hidden behind the little hatch. But you open up the hatch, you can see all the I/O there. And the graphics card is on one side, a nice profile view of it. And the other side has got all you know all the fans and stuff. They're all going to be uh, glowing. And knowing my son, he's going to make them all blue because that's his thing. So, yeah, that's a very cool uh, case. It's going to be. Uh, it, it's gonna. He, I, he's gonna build it with me, and we're gonna. And it's gonna be his system, and I'm going to bequeath it to him. At which point, he, he has to upgrade it from this point on. <laughs> looks cool. Um, looks like a really cool case. Looks like a nightmare to build in. Oh, but all the sides come off. So yeah, I see. But, I see. but yeah, like working in the small. Uh, I I love working on small cases. I I prefer the mini ITX. It's my that's my way of doing it. So I yeah. like. I I I have a I have an interest in ITX mini ITX. On paper, I think it's awesome. I've never been able to pull the trigger because there always ends up being something that I can't quite do because I need to run a thing and there won't be enough space or blah blah blah. And right. So. I always end up just going, yeah, it would be nice. <laughs> oh, well. Well, I'm, I'm interested to hear how it goes because this looks like a pretty sweet build. I um, might record it, us building it and put it together and post it. We'll see what happens. But yeah. it all depends. We'll see. Yeah. We'll Good see. Word. At least all right. live stream it. May, well, uh, I, it's a possibility too, but uh, I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> All right. All right. Mike, you got something? Yeah. Um, I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, the new Marvel TV show. Mm -hmm. um, I have not gotten to WandaVision yet, but I did watch this one. And I got to say, I liked it. I thought the first episode was good. It was a lot more um, character building and... Um, you know, a lot less actual fight scenes and stuff than I expected out of a Marvel superhero show. Uh, but it was it was good, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, it comes out weekly, so you only get one 40-ish minute episode a week. So it'll be, um, I think the next one should be out now, or maybe in Friday. a couple of days. So I, I'm looking forward to watching it. I enjoyed the first one, and uh, I think it'll be a good show, hopefully. I watched the first episode, and uh, I love how messed up uh, Bucky is. Yeah. He's a I mean, messed that's, up dude. Yeah. It, I oh, usually wait. don't like movies that are more drama. I just want to see things blown up. That's like, I'm very shallow. And that's that's kind of where I, I sit. But I thought that they did a good job of like actually giving him... Um, reasonable perspectives of the world because um you know if you if you were him you would be really screwed up like that would not be easy to cope with and um and watching them all having to deal with the things that happened in 
Infinity War and Endgame and stuff like that. It's all it, it's good. So yeah. enjoying it so far. I wanted to watch that one too, but I, I watched Justice League and just didn't have enough time after that. <laughs> yeah. You were watching Justice League and then the sun was coming up, so you figured you better go to bed. <laughs> go to work. He still had a buzz. <laughs> couldn't couldn't waste it on sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you had anything other than a buzz? Starting to dull out a little bit, so maybe it's almost time to go to bed now. But um yeah, so I was watching uh, Cord Killers uh, earlier in the week, and um, they mentioned a documentary. I, actually, it was the trailer that played at the opening part of the show. It was a documentary on Hulu called WeWork, which you know mm. is about the the company WeWork. And uh, it looked I'm a sucker for these kind of documentaries, and um, it, it looks very interesting. I watched the trailer. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in on this one. Uh, comes out on April 2nd. So uh, uh, yeah, wait, waiting for that one to come out. That it, That's actually a little bit uh, uh, good news. Because I thought you missed type. I thought that was a spelling out, uh, a typo for wet work. And that you were going to come out and say that you have been a contract killer all this time. And, <laughs> and that you've been exposed in the... Uh, documentary, but uh, <laughs> Clyde, so, your grinning is cover. I, I know, I'm sorry. I'm, so I'm, I'm they, just saying, they, I, they, his, I'm sorry his, that I know, thought that. It's I'm sorry they, that don't I you know that. when they call for the oracle, they're talking about Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that be be very quiet about that. Larry Ellison <laughs> could show up at my door with a, with a, and hit me in the neck with a blow dart. <laughs> Oh yeah, if uh, you you if you mysteriously disappear, you know, one day we we'll, we we'll, we will know how it happened. It's okay. Uh, all right. Um, last week I talked about Skinwalker Ranch, that documentary. Did anybody watch it? No, <laughs> I saw it when it, when I was looking for this uh trailer I saw the I saw it there but but uh, like I said I didn't have enough time after Yeah this, like. so there was the History Channel series there's also a Hunt for the Skinwalker documentary that uh, isn't what I'm talking about it's got a lot uh, of the same people but it's not the show but yeah so I'm going to remind you watch the first episode and then if you're want to know anything more Watch the last episode, skip everything in the middle. You're fine. <laughs> On that note, one of my favorite shows of the last few years came finally came back for season three, and that is Final Space. This was a animated show on TBS that they've been re-airing on uh, Cartoon Network under like adult swim and this year i was super excited because they said it's also gonna you know it was gonna be on hbo max well the first episode started airing and i said well i don't want to watch it on uh on youtube tv because i don't want to fast forward through commercials i'll just watch it on hbo max all that's on hbo max is season one and season two. Oh, so they said oh maybe they're doing a hulu thing so i waited a couple days still no so either they lied or 
it's coming to HBO Max after. I don't know, whatever. So it was supposed to be day and date. But it's okay. Uh, I will say if you've watched it at all, uh, season three picks up exactly where they left off. There's no beating around the bush, no dragging anything out. It's just straight into it and great. Hmm. If you haven't seen it, this show uh, dances uh, that or it walks that tightrope very well between very funny and very, very like brutally painful, <laughs> emotional. Um, it, it does a good job of, of balancing. And yeah, final space. Watch it. Are they going to have any more seasons? or are I hope so. They, everybody needs to go out and watch. Binge the first two seasons and watch season three that just started airing um, so that they make out season four. Whether or not Owen Rogers had a plan. I mean, it's an epic storyline where they basically we're we're still on the on that trajectory from the first episode. Um, three seasons in and I, I I I highly recommend it. Watch the first episode and you'll either be in or out. Okay. And so final space. And on that note. This is where we say thank you for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate all of you that come to watch us live. And if, you know, you're listening to this after the fact and saying live, yes, that is an interabang there. Say, I told you I use them a lot. Um, but uh, yes, we, we do this live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central here on Twitch TV. But for those of you watching us live and you say listening to you after the fact, yes, this is uh, we are essentially uh, recording the podcast now. You get to watch us muddle through it and see our uh, expressions and uh, my confusion or uh, disgust at different things. But then it goes out as a podcast, which is 90 percent of what he of his uh, emotional responses. Exactly. Disgust discussed yeah <laughs> but uh that goes out as a podcast where those people they they maybe they can pick it up from my voice but they don't get to see the visual cues so whichever way you want to uh whichever way you would like to consume our content you can we won't judge you we will just be grateful that you do and uh if you haven't already please go over to youtube do a search for the VOD squad and click follow. You don't have to ring the bell. We just need a few more, more follows follow. so that we can get uh, a actual YouTube name and not just be some gobbledygook. All right. Well, stick around for the post show. Head on over to tbs.showbot.tv and vote on titles. There are a couple there and definitely something worth voting for. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. We will catch you next time. Hey, don't. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>